Driscoll, the podcast. You're on spin. You are very welcome back to Spin Air Skull. Episode 12. I can hardly believe this is show number 12. It's been a very busy few weeks for students right across the country. But at this point, it officially is countdown time. In a little over a month, students all around Ireland will sit there leaving cert written exams if they've decided to do so. And I'm sure that there is lots of anxiety and anticipation. But the good news is we will be here all the way up to that point to help you on your way. Now, before the exams rock around, there are a few important dates for the diary and one of those being the CAO change of mind deadline. The CAO reopens on Monday, May 5th, which will allow students an opportunity to alter their CAO choices or to entirely change it if that is what they would like to do. So here to share some top tips and some great advice for students is educational consultant, is educational consultant and CAO expert, Mary Lucy. Mary, delighted to welcome you back to Spinner Skull. Thank you, Louise. And I'm delighted to be here. And thank you for having me back on the show. It's brilliant to have you back, Mary. And it seems hard to believe that it was nearly 11 weeks ago when we last spoke. And at that stage, we were unsure even of what format the Leaving Cert would take. So we've come a long way. Oh, huge, uh, huge journey. And I mean, even the fact that now students know what's going to happen. It's such, you know, it's such a relief for them because they know now what is expected and what they have and haven't to do, so, which is great. So now the next step is to focus on the CEO um, the change of mind will open up on the 5th of May. Um, so they are, as you said, able to either readjust or completely put in a new set of courses. So I'm just going to cover today some tips and um, these tips are from dealing with leaving cert students and also students who went to college and they came back to me and said, if I had known this point, it would have been such a great help to me. So that's what I'm looking at uh, today with you. Um, The first thing really, I suppose, is that you have 20 choices on the CAO. 10 at level eight and 10 at level six and seven. So use them all wisely. What a lot of students tend to do is they make the first and second choice or even maybe the third, a course that they're really interested in and they would enjoy doing. And they either ignore the rest of their options or they enter courses or select courses that they don't really know about or care about or have an interest in studying. And what happens sometimes is that unfortunately they may get their third choice and it's something they don't want to do. So it's important that they go through the the choices carefully and make use of all of their options. Um, It is important as well to look at the level six and seven because the students, if they feel they are not going to attain points for level eight, they can still study within the same area or their, their area of choice, and they can progress to level eight from a level seven. Um, So again, some students tend to ignore the level six and seven and say, I'm going to continue on to level eight. It's fine, but they should complete both. So that's an important point they should remember, I think. Um, They should also not base their choices on a college location. Sometimes I work with a student and they say, I'm going to go to UCC. And I might say, what are you going to study or what are you interested in studying? They said, I don't care. Once it's UCC, I'm going to go there. So even though that is an attractive option, maybe just to go to a particular location to Dublin or Cork or Limerick, whatever, they really should look at the courses they want to do. And in reality, if they're interested in that area, they should be opting for courses irrespective of where the college is, um, but but that they're all linked to a similar type of course. Again, the courses normally should be of similar um, choice. For example, 
if you want to do law, again, your first, second choice should be in some way related to law, if that's your area of interest and passion. Sometimes I work with students and they say, well, my first choice is law, and then it's going to be nursing, and after nursing, it's going to be um, nutrition, and then after that, it's sports. But so therefore, they haven't really thought about what are their area, their strengths, what are their weaknesses, so you avoid obviously the weaknesses, um, what do interest them, what areas do they consider their hobbies that they're doing outside of school all the time, and if they can link in with those, they're normally a key to success when you're studying that course. Um, another area to keep an eye on is that sometimes some of the college courses prepare you for going straight into employment or starting a career, others don't and you have to maybe do a postgrad or do other year study. And it's important students realize that because they might be banking on maybe you know, funding for four years in a college and suddenly they may need to do another two afterwards. So again, that's important to keep in mind when they are making their choice. Um, also, I would advise students not to be led by other people and uh, not by their friends. Um, so if their friends are saying, oh, that's a that course is crap, like, you know, don't do that, or that college is crap, don't go there, you know, decide themselves. Again, parents with the best of intentions can sometimes say, you know, why would you want to do that course? You know, you're no good at that, or you'll never get a job from that, etc. Um, and again, even sometimes secondary school teachers, while they have the best intention, a student who's very good, for example, at maths, they may be pushing them towards engineering or software development, but the student themselves may be interested in a completely different area. And just because they are very strong in maths, it doesn't mean they should be kind of, you know, pushed a particular down a particular route, I believe. Yeah. Um, it should be based on the preferences of the individual student. Um, another point to remember is that um, don't go chasing points. So, for example, if I know I'm going to get 500 points, but the course I want is 250, that's great. Make your preferences based on your interests and your choices rather than trying to chase points. And some students feel that um, they should be aiming for, uh, say, 500 co points course if they think they're going to get a course that is approximately 500, just for an example. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's some really fantastic information and there's so much of it, Mary. Um, I just want to come back to that point. You made a really good point there about, you know, ensuring that how you fill out your CAO form kind of has some kind of continuity within it. So for example, like for the student out there who wants to do primary teaching, and I know a little later in the show, we're going to actually be talking to Minister Niall Collins, Minister for Further Education. And if this anticipated CAO point boom happens and a student who like last year or historically would have had enough points for primary teaching misses out this year, what would be the next logical step for them? Like, you know, I'd imagine they would have their primary courses right across the country as their first few choices and then maybe arts. You know, is it, an, is it that important that this year more than ever, because we're looking ahead to CAO points, you know, having being extortionately high, I suppose, that students actually really, really think about what's further down the list this time? They do. What they need to do is to look at every option that's available for them and to complete their CEO form so that they will maximise the opportunities. Now, they also need to realise that once they select a course and do an undergraduate course, it doesn't mean they have to stick to that area. They can do a postgrad and qualify, like you said, in primary teaching. So there are a lot of options open to them and they need to see then what are the options, for example, if it's a postgrad in UL, for example. 
you know, what courses lead into that that are most suited to it. Um, so keep in, they need to keep in mind the long term plan and they need to think that, OK, my first option, for example, is primary teaching. If I don't get that, what happens? I, you know, next, what happens if I if I that doesn't work out? So they have a plan A, B, C, D, E. And then they're covered and they can relax. And also, I think, Louise, it's a good idea that the change of mind opens up on the 5th. I think that the Leaving Cert students should research to the last the courses they want. They need to look at every module and they look at they need to look at each year as they're going along. So, for example, in second year, is something introduced that they know they would not like? Um, in third year, is there a work placement involved? Because that's the great to have work placement behind you. Um, and once they do them as much research as possible, because a lot of college students that I've dealt with that, you know, were unhappy in their course, they felt that they didn't know enough about the course before they even started. So again, you know, students who are hoping to, you know, to move into a particular area, that's what they need to research, every particular option that they can do. Yeah, for sure. And it's not even the particular options in the CAO third level section alone like I know you mentioned this the last time Mary and I thought it was a really valid point that you know there are other options available outside of the CAO as well that students could can continue an education in a variety of other institutions it doesn't necessarily needs to be need to be a university or an IT. No, of course, there's the non-CAO options. Um, you have the whole further education and training sector. And included in that, of course, we have apprenticeships at the moment, which there is an awful lot of talk about. And the minister launched a new strategy um, this week about apprenticeships. And I think what's important, Louise, is that traditionally people were thinking of a carpenter or a block layer or an electrician with apprenticeships. But there's apprenticeships now right up to level nine. And they're in like in finance, in logistics. So people just are not aware of actually what's there. So I think, first of all, they need to explore the non-CAO options as well. And that's really important. Um, you also have then the whole um, further education sector from the point of view of what would traditionally be known as the PLC courses. And they are absolutely a wonderful springboard to progressing to third level. And there are two options there. There are one of some one of sorry, there are two options there. One type of PLC is focused on employment so that it prepares the participant to actually go and do work somewhere, you know, gain employment and go straight to work. The other option then is for progression, and that is focused on a particular area um, that the student anticipates and hopes to study in third level. And um, the, the retention rates for students if they do a PLC and then progress into a course, they're much higher than if they come straight from Leaving Cert because the PLC course really, it's like it's, it's duplicating really a first year in college. So it's the same type of assessment, the same type of self-directed learning. So the students that graduate from a PLC course and progress to third level, they're really prepared for the third level learning environment and the assessment methodology and the whole just and they're even more mature so it's normally a great a great step up for them there yeah, definitely and can I ask Mary just on that if I apply for a PLC course and I continue to study a PLC course after my leaving cert the following academic year can I reapply through the CAO for a university level course you can, you can. And you can, if, for example, the maximum points at the moment you can get doing a PLC course is 390 points. So if it happened, Louise, that you got 250 in your leaving cert, 
you can do the PLC course and you can use those points are converted to CAO points. So you can be applying using the 390 points the next year. And sometimes people might have 550 points and they're just not quite sure, are they making the right choice going to third level? Or they just feel they're not ready to move away or you know they're just not even ready to go to, go to college yet. So they do the course and the benefit personally and academically to them, even though they have the points already, it's absolutely huge. So it's a great choice for them to make. Yeah, really well said. And I think it's something that isn't spoken about enough, Mary. So I'm delighted that we've brought that up. And if you had to leave us with one golden rule or maybe one important piece of information for students ahead of the CAO deadline actually closing, when the options will be closed to them ahead of their written exams in June, what would that be? What would you be telling students now to do? I would say research and talk to people and don't be afraid to reach out to people and um, people in the area they might hope to study in people in colleges and um, other students they think are studying in the area there's always somebody who knows a bit more information for them so and research is really so important and they shouldn't be afraid to contact colleges i mean colleges want the students to apply to them and they want to help them in any way they can and they want them to have a positive experience even you know having make an inquiry to the college. So like, don't be afraid to ask questions and research. I think research is really, really important. Yeah, brilliant. So many fantastic tips as always, Mary Lucy. And uh, you can check out Mary online at careerahead.ie or you can follow any of the links on our social media platforms this morning as well. Just search SPIN wherever you get your podcasts and you can follow through and uh, find out more from Mary. A little later on in the show, we will chat with Minister Niall Collins. He is Minister of Further and Higher Education. He is going to talk a little bit about what we are hoping to see when it comes to college offers in late August and early September and hopefully students who are working so so hard will be offered the places that they richly deserve after a crazy year that is all on the way very shortly on spin air skull do keep it here spin air skull the podcast you're on spin